0: Bookworms and welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf. Each week I bring you the three best ideas and the three biggest ideas from the best non fiction books around and do the reading so you don't have to. Kicking off 2021 with a bit of a relaxed start, a bit of a chat about books rather than jumping straight into the three big ideas from a book. Plenty of that to come next week and of course over the rest of the year. Let's start with a bit of a bit of a talk on book goals, some reading habits, a bit of a twenty twenty roundup quickly, and just looking forward into twenty twenty one. What's coming, and how I am thinking about book goals and reading goals this year. I hope you have had a good relaxed break. I know everyone deserved it, and you certainly did. I know I've spoken to quite a few people who have extended their breaks over the this summer or winter, depending on which hemisphere you are in holiday period and are just just recovering and relaxing which is is good news because i think we all need that so hopefully you did have a good break too and you are feeling good and raring to go and you read some good books over that little rest period quick 2020 roundup so i finished the year on 50 books i talked about the favorite ones that i read a couple of episodes ago if you missed that episode i'll put a link to that in the show notes you can go straight there after this episode read some good ones, also read a couple of stinkers as well, but more on that another time. And whilst I finished and completed 50 books, I did have a couple of do not finishes. And there's a couple of books I was a bit disappointed not to actually finish before the 31st of December that are back on my reading list to finish up this year. I did find, as well, particularly in that kind of November-December period, I just had too many books on the go, and I would—I felt like, you know, sometimes you read in or see in on older films, in particular, about these these men who have different girlfriends or partners in in different cities or different postcodes and things. I felt like that with every room in my house, I had a different book that I was reading and that I had deposited in a on a side or on a chair. And, yeah, it meant that I didn't really necessarily get to finish a couple of books that I'd started, which always upsets me, particularly when we get to the end of the year, even though I know it's all just semantics. But it does mean that I get a head start on a couple of books ready for 2021, which is exciting. I did also read a couple of fiction books, treated myself to some fiction. I read a fantastic book called Honeybee by Craig Sylvie, who's an Australian author. I know a lot of you have really enjoyed that book as well. Also a couple that I wasn't a big fan of, which was really disappointing because I really do use fiction reading as a bit of a treat. So then when I find one and I start reading one that's not that great, I always feel a bit cheated. And the ones that I read that I maybe wasn't as much of a fan of, not that they're necessarily bad books, but the ones that I read that I wasn't didn't enjoy as much as I was hoping, South of the Border, West of the Sun by Haruki Murakami just the story was a bit weak I didn't just really didn't enjoy it as much as I as I wanted to given it as a Murakami book and I've read one of his non-fiction books what I talk about when I talk about running which I talked about a few episodes ago and I really really enjoyed so I was looking forward to getting into one of his fiction books and this one had come quite highly recommended on Instagram but yeah, no cigar for me for that one. And the other one that I read was A Lonely Girl is a Dangerous Thing, which, again, I had recommended. Oh, I heard that one talked about on a couple of podcasts, actually, and it sounded really interesting. And, and the premise of it is really interesting. It's about a young woman who was a childhood violin prodigy and some of the complexities of relationships that she has possibly or largely as a result of her the way that she was brought up and that childhood prodigy status that she had. Again, there was a lot of promise and it was well written and I did finish it very quickly. I read that within a day. But for me, I just thought it it missed a lot of opportunities that it could have had to develop some of the characters and the storylines a little bit more and probably played into a few too many more extreme things to get attention or to to, for a bit of shock factor. But I just thought that was at the expense of the storyline, unfortunately anyway that's a couple of things of the fiction books i read over the last few weeks but it was still nice to have a bit of a treat and it is quite nice just to to plow through fiction books because i do read them very fast and tend to get through them pretty quickly so it was quite nice just to have that where you just can switch off a little bit of your brain and just enjoy the escapism of a fiction book so I was pretty pleased with my 50 books and the fact that that is the most I've read in a year in, well, possibly ever. Well, actually, yes, ever. I can categorically say that is is ever, which felt pretty good. Now, there was many things that contributed to that. The fact I wasn't traveling as much. The fact I was at home a lot or most of 2020, if not all of, pretty much all of 2020 after about February, Which meant that I did have a little bit extra time for reading. Now I know that is not the case for everyone, and this brings me into looking forward to 2021. A couple of things. So I found that having my so my goal for my reading goal for 2020 had been 45 books, which already was more than I'd read in a year ever before, and I managed to beat that beat that and go to my stretch goal of 50 whilst that was incredibly satisfying and I was very pleased, it did drive some eh, kind of average behaviours. It's good for a challenge and I'm a really goal-oriented person, so I love the fact that I had that goal and it definitely kept me reading. But what that did mean is that it didn't allow me to to pick up some of the bigger books that I really wanted to read and wanted to get into because I was constantly thinking, oh, well, if I read this 600 page book, that's gonna cost me maybe two or maybe even three other books that I could be reading and to get closer to that 50 or 45 goal. So what I've done this year is I've actually reduced my goal to 40 books, which might sound like a bit of a big jump or a bit of a step back from what I read last year. But the idea of this is to allow me to read some of the bigger books that I have been eyeing up and wanting to read. I'm already, I've am already i already started the Barack Obama book, A Promised Land, which is over 700 pages. That's a good two or three, well, probably about three books that I would normally read. I also really want to read Walter Isaacson's biography of Leonardo da Vinci. And I finally want to finish Sapiens because I started it, I think, in 2018. It was a long time ago. And I really find it fascinating. I think about the ideas in there quite often, actually. But the bigness of it does stop me reading it because it is a slower read. And also because it is quite a deep and thoughtful read, you, it's a slower read anyway. So it's not even a non-fiction book that you can read at a faster pace. So therefore, that's why I've reduced my reading goal by 10 from my previous year, because I want to actually drive the right behavior. I want to get to enjoy bigger books and get into them and not have that number hanging over me because like I said, I'm quite goal oriented and I do take those things relatively seriously and maybe a little bit too much sometimes. But I know my limits and I know that, that I do that, which is why I've adjusted the goal. So I'm embracing this a little bit more, a little bit more reading for fun, which brings me to hashtag read for fun in 21. It's a little bit of a anti-challenge that I've started on Instagram. If we're already friends on Instagram, then great. If not, link is in the show notes. Please do send me a little follow request and I can follow back and we can talk books. But off the back of my reading 50 books last year and sharing that on Instagram, a couple of people messaged me and said, oh, I read 20 books or I read 25 books and I thought that was good, but you've read 50. And it made me a little bit sad because that's not the point. And yes, I read 50 books. And yes, I am a bit of a more is more person, but also the context massively matters. Last year, my work was probably at 25% the capacity that it normally is. I normally travel at least every fortnight, if not most weeks. I don't have children. I was fortunate enough not to have any caring responsibilities or health issues last year, which I know wasn't the case for many people. So yeah, I read 50 books because I could. And reading one book last year in a year like the one we had and the one you had or one you may have had is fine. That is not the point of this. And if we keep thinking that good reading equals lots of reading, I think we missed the point. There's also the argument around, well, how much are you really taking from a book if you're reading that many of them? And I absolutely agree, and I know that I could probably take more from some of the books that I read, but the fact I have the podcast, the fact I do make notes on my books, I don't feel too bad about that. So whilst I do go for a bit of a more type approach, it's also because I do have a podcast to keep going, and I do have to read books that meet the needs of the podcast in terms of how many books that I need to talk about in a year. So I do treat it as a job. horribly paid job i definitely wouldn't apply for this if you're looking for something like this (laughs) i do treat it like that because i i have some kind of obligation to reading and to the podcast but again that is not the point and that is not the case for everyone so i don't think we should be getting hung up on how many books we've read yes it's good to me to make a goal if you're that kind of person and if that will motivate you if you use things like Goodreads, Goodreads is a an app that you can track your reading goals and also what's really good about it is you can add books that you want to read if you hear recommendations on podcasts or on in interviews or if you're talking to friends and they recommend a book. It's a really great way of also capturing all that book inspiration. That's certainly a way that I find it really beneficial. It's a really good asset to my reading habits. But what we need to be doing is just reading. So therefore... This is why I started this little anti-challenge on Instagram, which is hashtag read for fun in 21. The 21 at the end there is in numbers, not in letters. So you can follow the hashtag. If you pop onto my profile, there's a link to it there. And it's really about getting back into books and back into enjoying books. Read a trashy crime thriller or read your dogged copy of Harry Potter for the 29th time. It doesn't matter. Because frankly, reading anything is going to be more productive than doom scrolling on Twitter or generally watching the news at the moment. So I think 2021 is the year we should reclaim reading for fun. Is the year that whatever that goal is, maybe it is one or two books, five books, ten books, whatever it happens to be, one a month. Whether you want to experiment with audiobooks because you feel that, that actually is going to be a better fit for you when you go for a walk whether maybe you're getting back in the car to drive to work or whatever it happens to be whatever it is just do that and that is absolutely enough okay book pep talk over i'm very excited about reading with you in 2021 I can't wait to hear what you're reading and please do share things using the read for fun in 21 hashtag, photos, posts, quotes, whatever it happens to be, book you loved, book you hated, start a conversation, be part of the conversation and let's read more in 21. So that's all. A little short episode just to ease into the year. I'm excited about getting some new books this year and maybe trying some different types of books as well. I've already picked up a couple of recommendations from people, stuff I wouldn't have heard of otherwise or wouldn't necessarily have picked up to read, which I'll be sharing over the next few months. I've got some other fun things planned for the year as well. So keep your eyes and ears peeled. Hopefully as you like the new branding, you haven't missed an episode because you've been looking for the old white and red logos and images. And as usual, don't forget to sign up to the bookmark newsletter that will be continuing. First one for the year goes out this week on the 12th of January. So if you haven't already subscribed, you can do in the show notes, there is a link at the top there to make it super easy for you. And if you missed this week's, do not fret, sign up, subscribe and Every fortnight, I will send you some little bookish recommendations, tidbits, and some podcast recommendations, too of the things I've been reading and listening to over the fortnight. But otherwise, let's go. Thank you for being here for another year of books and book chats. I'm really excited about reading together. And until next time, happy reading.